Today, our topic is balancing family and career. I've come to discover that our lives are a mixture of different roles. And sadly, many people today are so busy making a living that they have no time to make a life. Numerous studies have shown that the most productive individuals are well-rounded persons with full and well-balanced lives both in and out of the workplace. It is said that workers who feel they have a better work-family balance tend to work 21% harder than employees who feel overworked. Family and career represent important aspects of our lives. Your success in life is largely measured by your success in these two areas. Biblically, you are commanded to work. 2 Thessalonians 3.10 says, If any man would not work, neither should he eat. This, among other things, enables you to pay your bills and also save for raining days. To meet up with everyday financial demands, some people even work two to three jobs. And I understand it. I get it. And I understand your situation. Working extra hard to earn extra pay at work can be a good idea, but your family should never be sacrificed as a result. For many, work has become an end in itself instead of a means. Ecclesiastes 4.6 tells us, Better is a handful with quietness than both the hands full with travail and vexation of spirit. Understand that having a healthy family relationship is very essential to your well-being and work productivity. Study shows that when people have stable and thriving families, they are more creative, energetic, and dependable at work. This is why achieving a balance between work and family is important to your success and overall quality of life. Balance is a state of equilibrium between the different aspects of our lives. And clearly, both family and career aspects of one's life demands time, energy, resources, and skill to succeed. In this age, when we are increasingly more connected through technology and social media, it is becoming more difficult to separate work from our personal lives. For example, it is common to check emails at odd hours, to take business calls at the dining table, and work on our laptops on weekends. Really, the workplace today is very demanding. Schedules are getting busier than before, which often puts a strain on work-family life. There is increased responsibilities both at work and at home. Therefore, drawing some lines and boundaries around work and family is very essential to creating a sense of balance. Lack of balance between family life and career is said to be one of the most common sources of both mental and physical stress in our world today. A balance between work and family occurs when a person is able to sufficiently meet family commitments and adequately 
perform responsibilities at work. This is God's desire for you as his child. And I pray for you today that the grace to make that a reality in your life be released as you listen to this broadcast in Jesus' name. While it is very important to work hard to get ahead, you should not forget the worth of the things and people that really matter most. To be balanced, let me share a few ideas with you. Number one, be a good steward of yourself. Proverbs 28.20 tells us, A faithful man shall abound with blessings. Achieving a balance with family life and career begins with you as an individual. You must be a good steward of yourself. Take responsibility to properly use the energy, time, gifts, abilities, possessions that God has given you to steward. You are not your own. You belong unto God. Everything you are and have is a gift from God to be used wisely and intentionally to please Him first and foremost. Maintaining balance between work and family requires energy, creativity, determination, and the wisdom that comes from above. So learn to nurture your relationship with God. Read the Bible, pray, attend fellowship, go to church, witness to people about Jesus Christ, give God his rightful place in your life. As you do so, you are doing what you ought to do to maintain balance in every aspect of your life. Maintain proper diet to keep mentally and physically fit. Remember the old saying, you are what you eat. You cannot keep eating junk and expect a healthy life and exercise regularly. Personally, I make it a duty almost every day of my life to take time, climb stairs about 750 steps every blessed day. This helps me a great deal to have energy to do what I need to do for the day. You need to learn to set time aside also for relaxation. A little investment in you will yield huge dividends. You'll have more energy, a clearer head, and the emotional capacity needed to balance all that life throws at you. Number two, schedule your priorities. With so many demands on your time, it's hard to be everywhere at all times and everything to everyone. To enjoy a productive career, healthy family relationship, good health, you must learn to schedule your priority. This is critical. Proverbs 24, 27 says, Prepare thy work without and make it fit for thyself in the field. Think of your goals and values and set priorities based on them. Take control over your life, your career and family by simplifying them. Pay attention to when you are most productive at work and block that time off for your most important work-related activities. Avoid checking your emails and phone every few minutes as those are major time-wasting tasks that derail your attention and productivity. Structuring your day 
can increase productivity at work, which can result in more free time to relax outside of work. Listen, you either run the day or the day runs you. You shall not regret. Look for opportunities to enjoy life, both at home and at work. Find humor in things. And as you do so, God will grant you greater blessings. Number three, plan in advance. You have got long and short-term plannings. 1 Corinthians 14, 40 tells us, let all things be done decently and in order, order, order. Beginning of a week, I've come to discover, is usually when people tend to be more stressed. But by preparing ahead of the week or month, you can reduce the stress on your life. You can, for example, schedule your day, week, month, or year by outlining what you want to achieve and how it should be done. When you have a solid strategy or plan, you make better use of your time. Remove unnecessary stress and time delay by keeping track of your schedules. Draw a calendar if you can. This will be very helpful. For instance, as a woman, you don't have to do all the cooking, the shopping, the cleaning, and everything in your house on a daily basis. You can schedule, for instance, is it twice a week? Is it weekly? Is it bi-weekly, monthly, or yearly? However, depending on the type of family that you run, even in my own home, I don't let them do shopping every day. There are times scheduled for shopping. There are times scheduled for cleaning and for various aspects. This helps everything to run smoothly. So plan your work schedule, your outings, even your meals can be planned and some things can be prepared ahead of time. When our children were much younger and they were all at home, we had even timetable for food. So each one could look forward to what time of the week and the day, what kind of menu was going to come up. It helps a great deal. Create a timeline of your activities. Break each task into components. Schedule family vacations, outings, getaways. It will help you rejuvenate. And this doesn't have to be a long trip or vacation. You could take time as a family to have a walk around where you live. For me, in my own family, one of the things we do right now, we take time as a family, we drive around our neighborhood. Just take fresh air together as a family, and as you do so, you are bonding together. It doesn't have to be a long trip or for a long period of time. Just schedule it, and that will help you a great deal. You can take advantage of technology so you don't have to be present at all places at all times. For instance, these days you have what is called Zoom, WhatsApp, Skype, and the list goes on and on. So learn to work smarter by using your time more effectively. Number four, delegate duties and get help where necessary. Delegation simply means assigning specific duties to others while you manage the successful outcome of it. Assign duties to other people in your home and office who can be of help to you so you can focus on other very important matters. You don't have to do all things on your own. You can get help where need be. 
Moses in Exodus 18.1 chose able men who feared God to lead the tribes of Israel. Acts chapter 6 verse 2, the apostles said, it is not good for us to leave the word of God and serve tables. Even Jesus chose 12 disciples. He appointed 70 others and sometimes sent them out two by two to witness. Mark chapter 6 and Luke chapter 10. When you successfully delegate duties to capable hands, your productivity will increase, the workflow will be smoother. You can, for example, get an office assistant to help at home. Also, you can get people. At home, you can divide the home chore among family members or schedule your time. This will bring you greater speed. Getting help makes you concentrate more on the important things while you shed off other necessary tasks that can be done by others. However, never make a mistake of thinking that delegation of duties means you passing off your work. It is not an excuse to shield yourself from vital responsibilities. You must understand that. And then number five, very important, set boundaries. Balance is actually better boundary management. There should be boundary, for instance, between your work and family. Schedule your 24 hours to adequately cater for both work and family. Wisdom is key here. Proverbs 4, 7 tells us wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. So apply divine wisdom to manage your commitments both at work and at home. One of the most important prayers I pray for myself every blessed day is asking God for wisdom on how to handle my daily assignments. You must understand and respect your workplace limits and expectations. No matter how hectic your schedule might be, you ultimately have control of your time and life. Just because work keeps you busy doesn't mean you should neglect family relationships. Create adequate time for your family. For instance, you can use your break time at work to quickly catch up on some family-related issues. And finally, number six, consciously nurture your family relationship. Relationships with family, friends, and loved ones are by far the greatest source of inner satisfaction. Carve out time for your family regularly where family members relate, reason, pray, and communicate. Put it on your calendar. Plan your week with specific ending times and stick to them. Lack of quality time spent with family is likely responsible for most broken homes today. Yours shall not be broken. Learn to have one-on-one -on -one chats with each family member to strengthen individual relationships. When our children were much younger and I still do that up until today, even though we meet and strengthen family relationships as a group, I still make time for each of them, including our grandchildren today. So learn to set aside time with your spouse as well. Do regular fun things together as a family. Make decisions together. When you are traveling, for example, send an email or postcard back to your family members. Call them on the phone, pray with them, chat with them, find out how things are going on with them. By making your family relationship a priority, 
your productivity and effectiveness on the job will actually increase. Healthy couples, remember, do not find the time to be together. They make time to be together. So get back home, make time for your family member. We see several examples in scriptures. In 2 Timothy 1 and verse 5, the Bible talks about Eunice. She must have had a successful career, I believe. But she also succeeded in her family life as well. She was able to pass down the good upbringing of her mother to Timothy, who became one of the first bishops in scriptures. Also, the sons of Rechab in Jeremiah chapter 35, they kept the instructions of their father for generations, even when persuaded to do contrary by a reputable prophet of God. How about the Proverbs 31 woman? She lived a well-balanced life. Her family, work, husband, and even servants were well taken care of. We also have negative examples in scriptures. In 1 Samuel chapter 8, we are told about Samuel. He was successful as a prophet, dedicated and righteous, but his children didn't follow after his ways. They were taking bribes, perverting justice, and eventually died because of their wickedness. Manasseh, he was one of the wicked men mentioned in the Bible, 2 Kings 21. And yet his father, Hezekiah, was godly, 2 Kings 18. The wicked deeds of Manasseh are both aggressive and reprehensible. Yet it would be difficult to read of a more righteous father than Hezekiah in the Bible. Fathers, this is a wake-up call for you. And indeed, a wake-up call for all parents, fathers and mothers. How about Eli, 1 Samuel chapter 2? He was an active priest, yet he failed as a father. He didn't correct and instruct his children towards living a righteous life. He and his two sons died the same day. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. In conclusion, if your job or career is damaging your family relationship, both areas will ultimately suffer. Listen and remember, everyone is replaceable at work, no matter how important you think your job is. Take control of your life by being proactive with your time. I pray for you today, wherever you may be and whatever your situation might be, receive grace in the name of Jesus Christ to build and enjoy a successful career and family life. In case you're having challenges in balancing family and career, I pray for the wisdom of God to be released upon your life today to make proper decisions. You shall not end up in regret in Jesus' name. Listen, are you born again? If you are not, you are at a risk. Bow your heads now. Pray this prayer with me. Say after me, Oh God, I'm a sinner. Today, I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Jesus, save me. Thank you, Father. From today, I am born again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Congratulations. If you pray that prayer from your heart, you are now born again. Log on to the website address at the bottom of the screen right now to fill the salvation form. 
Send your testimonies also through this medium and connect with the social media handles at the bottom of your screen. I also have a special gift for you today. Log on there. After salvation, what next? Download it. It's free. Read it. Meditate on it. And that will be a lot of blessing to you as you grow in the Lord. Also, make sure you locate a Bible-believing church close to you and be attending regularly. Always remember, God is too faithful to fail. See you next time. Bye.